0: ...ushered Fred Bean out of the kitchen, rather hurriedly, Elliot thought. He followed them, desperate to put more questions. Come and see us, lad, Fred called back. Dove farm. We don't farm any more. Bone's too far gone for that, but Mrs. Bean likes company. And you ought to see a bit of real country before you go home. It's half a mile out of Allowater." Home? Sophie looked at Elliot. To America, Elliot said turning from Sophie's anxious frown. "'I'll come, Mr Bean. I'll borrow a bike.' Sophie opened the door and the old man stepped out. "'The surgery's just off the main road,' she said. "'Vincent Street. You can't miss it. Number three. "'I'm sorry you've had all this trouble, "'but Mr Piper hasn't had a surgery here for, oh, years. Five, I should say.' "'Ah, five years since I've needed him,' Fred grunted. "'Then he turned suddenly and said to Elliot, About that girl. Flowers, it was. What sort of flowers? Asked Elliot, thinking of the crushing scent in his bedroom. No, no. Fred shook his head. Not flowers. It was her name. Mary Ellen Flowers. I saw her again, but not here. Oh, no. It were out at the farm. (sighs) Fancy me remembering that. And he walked away quite briskly for an old man whose bones were too far gone. I will come, Elliot called after him, on Saturday. Elliot, you mustn't let people in like that. Sophie closed the door firmly. Why, well, I-, I didn't have a choice, Elliot told her. Honest, he just came at me holding his jaw. It seemed kind of mean not to help, but it was like fate, wasn't it? Uh, he told me some stuff about the time he lived here, in the Great War, stuff about the girl. He hardly understood where all this was leading him. Sophie... I can't go to Dove Farm, Connie. I have no idea where it is. We'll find it. Maybe Nanny or Violet can come with me, and I'll borrow one of their bikes. You'll be lucky, Sophie said. The state their bikes are in. I'm serious, Sophie. Of course you can, she said gently. We'll look it up on the map. That afternoon, Elliot went round to Salter Row again. He stood opposite Number 7 and tried to imagine the house as it had been nearly eighty years ago. He'd been there less than a minute when he heard the sobbing. It echoed across to him, heavy with pain, crushing Elliot with its grief until he found himself sinking under the burden of sound. And yet there was no one there. He covered his ears with his hands, but the tears and grief were in his head and he couldn't banish them. The door of number 7 opened and a woman stood there, tall and darkly dressed, Her hair piled on her head in steely swathes, her eyes the savage yellow of an eagle. Go away, she said to Elliot. Where's the ring? he asked. At that, she swooped across the road, and clawing at Elliot's shoulder, rasped, You ought to be locked up! He tried to shrug her off, twisting and turning beneath her hand, while she sighed and groaned, as though wrestling with some terrible demon of her own. At last he broke free, and looking up, saw that it was Freya Greymark. His shoulder ached from the grip of her sinewy fingers. ''Who are you, boy?'' she said. ''Why are you spying on me?'' Elliot rubbed his head and murmured. ''What did you do to her?'' ''What are you talking about?'' said Freya. ''What do you want?'' ''Where's the ring?'' he whispered, gazing at her bare right hand. She thrust her hand behind her back. ''American!'' she hissed. ''Go home!'' He had to pull himself up by the railings of number six, he felt so dizzy. Behind him he could see a boy's puzzled face at the window. Must think I'm a nut, thought Elliot. Don't feel so good, he said to the woman. She turned on her heel and hurried over to her own door, closing it fast behind her, sliding the bolt. The brass hawk glittered against black paint. Elliot grinned sheepishly at the puzzled boy and walked back to Fly Street. He felt exhausted and went straight to his room to gather his wits. All he wanted was peace and a space in his mind to think. But someone had been there. Violent hands had pulled, torn, flung and smashed. Bedclothes, boxes, clothes and books lay in chaos. And the mirror had a crack like a sunburst exactly where the ring had glistened.